Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The loud frequency coming from your radio is not a mistake. Do not turn off your radio, but instead turn up your radio as loud as it can go. Do this so we can broadcast this frequency as loud as possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to another episode of Game Stuff. I'm your gaming gal, Kalai, and with me today is Roberto. What's up, Roberto? Hey, everyone. Doing pretty good. Staying cool in the heat. I'm also joined by Joe. What's up, Joe? Guys, how's everybody doing today? I'm also joined by the Canadian himself. What's up, Corey? Not much. Just uh, sitting here getting ready to record another podcast. Uh, For those of you that are new to the show... um, we are a conversational podcast for gamers, by gamers, about gaming. Today's topic of the show is we're going to be playing, um, we're actually going to be discussing the Microsoft show. Because of how big it is, we're going to get right into it and uh, skip what we've been playing for this week, but you'll have more next week. So, whew, what a show. Uh, let's start off with Halo Infinite was shown. Oh boy. Oh, All boy, right. is right. Roberto, what do you think? I actually didn't see the trailer. So I don't really know. i just seen a couple of screenshots, I guess, based upon the description. Looks pretty cool. I mean, it's an open-world Halo, so I think that's needed. Okay, Corey? Um, I mean, let, let, I, I know this is going to be, uh, you know, made better and um look better hopefully in the future but um been seeing a lot of uh screenshots go around as well as a lot of videos that this is almost looks like the same engine that the you know the halo anniversary collection runs off of not much better than that um i mean the sad thing is i really hope that like i don't know what's going on with this game if this is going to be based on what xbox has said if this is actually going to come out soon like come the release of the Xbox Series X, or if we're going to see this not come out for a couple of years. I, I mean, it'd be nice to know, because if it's going to come out in a couple of years, you know, um, I got to give credit where credit's due. And, you know, it's a new Halo. Um, it's kind of cool that they're just going to expand the world and continue expanding it. Um, I do like the idea that it is going to be a more open world, but if this is the way it's going to look and it's going to come out in November, um, yikes. I mean, they got a lot of shit patch before this continues going because right now it, it's looking choppy. The voice acting was not synced properly. Like, I love Mimi Halo, but this definitely needs to be fixed. What about you, Joe? I mean, it looks like a 360 game. That's not good for 2020. Um... <clears throat> And it's a platform, so it's not really a one-off game anymore. So we're not getting, like, <clears throat> Halo like we used to get anymore. It's going to be like, all right, Halo Infinite for the next 10 years. There's no, like, Halo 6 or 7 or whatever. This is it. So this is it for, like, this console generation. They're just going to keep building on this platform. I mean, obviously, if it's not successful, they'll probably go back and they'll they'll just make a new game. But... They're trying this platform thing kind of similar to 
like a Destiny or a Fortnite or um, a Call of Duty Warzone. And I'm kind of interested to see where it goes, cause, but I don't know. I don't know how they're going to work a whole story into this in a campaign or if it's going to be like chopped up into like campaign seasons. I don't know. I'm I'm weary. I'm weary about it. What what was your big um uh, your big takeaways, Kali? What did what did you really think of it? I know you're the you're more of the Xbox person on the show than we are. I'm really excited because I have a lot of good memories with Halo, and one of the things I can do with Halo is play multiplayer with all my friends. And especially Jim. Jim and I always play the campaign together, and some of our I mean still to this day, uh Jim says, you've never played a Halo game until you tried to dr- drive that warthog through that tiny little hallway. <laughs> so, I'm really excited. I believe it is coming out in November. It's supposed to be slated for the release with the Xbox One X. I'm excited it's going to be on Game Pass. So, so I mean, on the positive note, um, they did they did quote that it is going to be split screen, cooperative, uh, local, and then I guess it... I know it's weird that it's going to be four person online squad based, like online, like they haven't announced multiplayer yet, which also scares me. They've announced like the campaign side of things is going to be multiplayer, but no like actual multiplayer, which makes me worry because, you know, that's really in all honesty, what Halo's known for a lot more is the multi online multiplayer, like the team deathmatch, capture the flag. You know, I'm sure that's got to be coming. I hope so. I mean, we got to hope, right? I mean, yeah. the only now the big thing that that I don't know. I'm I'm gonna start this off now, and I know Kalai's got her opinion on it, but I mean, I got to know everybody else's. What are your guys' opinions on this whole idea of Microsoft releasing every single solitary thing on both the Xbox One and the Series X? Because this is a new console that we're supposed to be getting hyped for, and if I can play everything on an Xbox One X, why the hell should I buy their new Series X console? Like, Roberto? Like, what's your opinion on that? Because kind of scary. What? So, what do you what do you mean by that? Um, if you can just elaborate a little bit further, because like, so, I, so I, every. I, I kind of looked at the highlight reels. I did not see the showcase I was working. Um, so I kind of kind of tried to attach up as much as I could. But um, so, so basically the way it works. Um, yeah. For the next couple years, any game that releases that is a first party exclusive, along with a lot of the other games we saw at the Xbox showcase, are coming to the Xbox One X, the current system that is out right now, and the Series X. So Halo Infinite will be available and playable on the Xbox One X that is currently available. So the, from my understanding, like, I don't know, it's really hard because we're talking about playing on the most powerful console. We're talking about ray tracing. We're talking about everything looking amazing and all this. But then they've got to downgrade everything so it's playable on last gen consoles. So it's basically everything you saw except for i think the only game that was confirmed 100 percent next gen is state of decay and medium um everything else is coming to xbox one x and series x so what you currently own now can play it if you own an xbox um so what's... I, I, I well 
It's complicated, I suppose. I it's it's clear that there's some kind of a dimension to my I, Xbox they're trying to do. I feel that they're they're trying to make amends for what happened in you know six years ago with the release of the Xbox One, and they're simply just trying to get out there and do what they got to do. Um, I mean, I think that honestly that might be looking too far into it. I think because if, if it comes on Microsoft Series X and that other Microsoft Series X, I think that honestly it's it's fine. You know, they're gonna they're they're trying to make amends for what happened. They're trying to learn from their mistakes. And ultimately, that's what they're going to be doing. You know, right now, I think the biggest selling point is going to be Game Pass, and but that's later on in the show. So, what about Joe? What's your opinion on that whole debacle of things coming out for the Xbox One X and the Series X? I mean, it was like a fifty-minute trailer of convincing me that I don't need an Xbox. That's literally what this entire conference did for me. It like confirmed the fact that I don't need to play anything on xbox at all like until 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 well i could do two things right i could go out and buy a cheap xbox one and play them on there or i could go and play buy it build a pc and play it there so like there's no reason to buy their new console like what what is the selling point for this new console it's like so it's like a it's kind of like a starter system or like it's like hey you don't have the money to buy a pc so you can play them on the Xbox Series X. But if you don't have the money for that, then you can buy an Xbox One right now for like two hundred dollars and Yeah, but it's it's just crazy. Like it's crazy to think that like there's not gonna be any exclusive games for this brand new console that are that you can't play anywhere else until at least 2021, 2022. That's crazy. That's a whole year. Two years. Oh, and well, yeah, and once again, it has to be mentioned that, you know, I have to say it again. The, these guys made a really big mistake back six years ago with, with the way the Xbox One launched. And I, what I feel, I feel that what, like, what's going on is that they want to make, like, they want, you know, a better transition period. And they really want to, like, harp, harp into accessibility, creating a system in which most of the new releases are released for xbox one also is creating and fostering an ability of of accessibility in my honest opinion you know it's like i the people who have xbox one and who would get these newer games are probably thinking okay i want to upgrade later on down the line not right away so versus you cut them off and then you force them to upgrade and all that immediately or else they're completely cut off at least there's like a there's a transition period i do respect that but I'm, I'm going to say this is every console. There's that transition period. Like, no, there, I, we, I, I I will put my foot down. And disagree. No, but there's there's still games coming out for PS4 this year. There's going to still games coming out for PS4 next year. There's still right. games coming no, out but for I, the Xbox in generations One. past. That has not been the case. Usually, but in generations, the the but that's then, not hurting consoles though. People didn't buy a PS3 because it didn't have exclusives on launch. People bought a 360 because it had exclusives on launch. Like, that is, when PS4 released, it had exclusives on launch. When Xbox One came out, it had no exclusives on launch. That's why it got hurt. Like, they're doing the same cycle. They want to know why their console's failing, and they had a huge problem at the beginning of this this generation. It's because they didn't have exclusives on launch. No, it's not not because of that. It was was a lot of the other PR and the, um, 
that well, the DMR, the DSMR, and the not being able to trade your games, yeah, that hurt it too. But not having exclusives is what has hurt it. You look at the numbers for Xbox because I had to look this up because I'm trying to sit there going, what is Xbox doing? Like maybe there's a reason for this. Maybe there's a, a money reason. Maybe there's something, some reason why they're doing this. Xbox sales and Xbox money coming into Xbox has gone down since they stopped since Halo Five came out, and I'm like. That seems really weird. Why since do, Halo do you 5? What do you realize what they're doing though, Corey? I don't know about they're building a brand. It's it's going away from being a, a console. I get it, that. It's a brand now. It's all just the Xbox umbrella now. And Yeah, which I really love. I think it's gonna hurt them though. I do. I think no, I, well, I they, this is what it, that too. But anyway, but this is what I was gonna say is that the reason they've been losing money when you look at what's happened is that when Halo Five technically was the last exclusive that was an Xbox only non-timed exclusive that came out for the Xbox One that wasn't a remastering and wasn't something that came to PC. And that's the thing. They've been losing money since then. So in my eye, if I all of a sudden start losing money and I'm like, what's going on? You know, like, why am I losing all this money? And I looked at my table and I said, well, it's because I ran out of my special chocolate bars. I would probably make more special chocolate bars to sell to people, not decide that I just want to make sure. Well, maybe it's because I'm, I'm not giving my special chocolate bars to enough people. So I'm going to take six years to make these special chocolate bars and then give them to everyone. That doesn't, I, I get it. I get where they're going, but that doesn't make them money. There's there, there's nothing that's like the reason why people bought, I bought a 360 because there was games I could there was a huge list of close to 100 games on the 360 that I could not get on a PS3. That's why I bought a 360. That's what made me buy it. There's no 100 there's no list of 100 games anymore on an Xbox that make people buy an Xbox. There's nothing saying buy an Xbox. There's nothing say stay with Microsoft. There's nothing saying that. There's something saying, hey, if you want a Halo at some point, it's going to come to PC or it's going to come to another console. There's no reason for me. It's 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 a name. It is a name. It is it is a name. You are buying the name Halo. You are buying the name Fable. You are buying the name all like Gears of War. You're buying those names. You're not buying the game itself and that's my issue like they have so many franchises that are in the bank that are like sitting there that they're not doing anything with sea of thieves was sixth out of the top 10 xbox one franchises and that game by the deems of players was terrible and that's number six six out of ten I think that they're doing a good job. I'm very excited to see where they're taking this company. I have no problem with not having to be pressured into buying the new system. But, but that's because you have a super expensive com a computer, Kali. If you, it, this is my problem. If you today didn't have your, your crazy PC and you had to choose between buying, you had no console at all, like, imagine you have nothing, and you have to go out today, and you have to spend, you're like, do I buy the Series X, do I buy a PS5, or do I buy a PS4 or an Xbox One? Like, those are your choices. And it's like, well, with the Xbox One S, Series S coming out that's been quoted for $300, 
that's a better buy than buying an Xbox One X. So, like, if you you can't build a PC that's just as good as the new systems for cheaper than the systems are going to be. That's correct. And so, so uh, like, I, think, I just think Microsoft is all about accessibility, and I'm all right with that. I think that they're they're pulling away and trying to make their own brand instead of competing. They're just saying, okay, let's do what we do and see what happens. And word of mouth is working. But I don't want to spend too much time. I don't want to be this entire episode about this. So can we All move right. on to the, to the next one? Yeah, works for me. Okay. So the next game is State of Decay 3. Uh, I mean, I'm not a State of Decay fan. I tried to play it. It wasn't for me. Uh, Corey? Um, I mean, from what I've seen from State of Decay before, a lot of people like it. I see where the, like, what it, uh, you know, what it, what it is, is like a great little zombie survival game. I think it's actually a great looking game. I would, it's one of those games that I would like to play. Um, but once again, I don't own an Xbox, but, uh, I'm going to use the, uh, Kali phrase here. Um, I need to see gameplay and I need to see more about it before I make my decision on State of Decay 3. That, that makes sense. Like that's that was one of the things that that some of this stuff in this conference that I didn't see enough gameplay or they were teasers. So I kind of agree with you on that. Yeah. What about you, Roberto? What do you think of State of Decay? Okay, I guess, we, I guess we Joe. Joe, are you there? I'm there. Hey, um, oh, no, I'm here. I'm here. I have my mute button oh. on. I'm sorry. Um. I have my mute button on. I apologize. Joe, you want to go, though? Sorry. No, you can go first, buddy. Okay. Well, it's more, um, it's more State of Decay. I mean, it's sounded <laughs> pretty, it pretty cool. I mean, I, I, I think, like, it's, it's the, you know, you have to start reinventing the zombie thing. I think it's safe to say that, at least with the cyberpunk, um, the cyberpunk aesthetic, there's a lot to do, but with the zombie aesthetic, you really have to kind of start rethinking zombies, mutants, how to tackle them, and it looks alright. I mean, it looks entertaining, at, very, at the very least. So, um, it's, you know, it's cool. I mean, it's it, it's gonna take some getting, I mean, I've seen a lot of zombie stuff, I've seen a lot of mutant stuff, so... Um, I think ultimately it's just going to be the destructibility, the entertaining, maybe even the story. Not that these games are all about story, but, you know, it's cool. So, Joe, now to you, good sir. What do you think about this uh, state of decay? I mean, that was one badass zombie deer. Dude, that thing was scary as shit. Like, that, like I have to admit, if the game looks like that, like the... Like the it's the not going to. No, Joe, I know I'm trying to look for you. I'm trying to be like Kalai says, and I'm trying to be a positive person and outlook on this. And I really hope that if that because that was one game that is supposed to come only to the Series X. So. Like that could be that game that that makes those like the game, the graphics be like pretty damn like pretty damn good. But I mean, I don't I don't see State of Decay 3. Being the uh, the the uh, game that Golf moves jumper. the needle for me. No offense to that game. I played the other two. They're they're pretty they're pretty fun games. Uh, if you like zombie games and you like like kind of like tower defense kind of stuff, it's okay. 
so Kalai, what was what about I I guess um uh did you I think you gave an opinion on State of Decay. Yeah, I just said it's State of Decay. I I, I yeah. tried to get into the game and I I just couldn't. So, what, so what's happened. the next thing on the list of things that we saw? Everwild. Isn't this oh, okay, Everwild? Everwild. Oh, this is the the trailer that Everwild was like looks amazing. Shell shaded. Is that the shell shaded one? Right. I'm trying uh, to remember. Everwild. That's the one that with the the cell shading. That isn't Everwild. Kind of, isn't that no? That's not the Obsidian. No, game. no, it's not the Obsidian game. That's that's, that's the fucking uh, weird name. The Everwild rare. was the one. It's one from Rare. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah the this one game that was, looks. This game looks interesting. It looks. It looks cute. Might give it a shot if I ever bought an Xbox. I mean, yeah. the once again, the only thing I found that that deterred me a little bit from this game is because in later afterwards when people were you know being talked to about this game um rare hasn't figured out the gameplay yet because they haven't got that far into designing the game Hmm. so they haven't decided if it's going to be a story driven game or an action adventure or rpg or whatever the heck it's just cool cinematic trailer uh for a story that they don't know 100 percent about and gameplay they don't know 100 percent about i mean why show us this now I mean, this is this is really on the collide chain of, you know, we need to see more because really they they can't sit there and show us trailers to companies that they own rights to and then tell us, oh, what kind of game is it? It is an RPG. Is it a visual novel? Is it a action adventure? And they're like, we don't know yet. We haven't got that far. Like, you can't do that. You can't you can't do that this far in the game. Like. This is part of the thing where, you know what, I like where Microsoft's going in certain aspects, but this scares me. Like, who 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 had the idea that thought this was a good idea to be like, hey guys, let's show a game that that's like us talking about the Kali gives us a hard time about talking about, you know, us making about a bazillion new shows uh for game stuff, which we did make one. And uh if you didn't listen to the episode, popped up last week as a bonus episode, pass or play first episode, plug. Um, came out. Um, but Kalai gives us crap all the time about it where it's like, well, you can talk about it all day long, but until you do it, you know, I'm not going to post it. So that's true. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the same idea with this game. Um, you know, it, it, we can talk about how cool this game looks and is going to be, but until you actually give us like actual details and do something with it, then, you know, cool. Slow clap. <laughs> what about you, Roberto? It looks nice. I do think that we need to highlight that kind of aesthetic a little bit more. I, um, it's like, you know, it seems like a lot of games nowadays are gray or futuristic or whatever. And it's nice to see something with a little bit more of that, you know, cool visual flair. I think though rare is a lot more than just visuals. It's about, um, the heart and a lot of the, uh, style and the gameplay mechanics that match that. So, I have personally not played Sea of Thieves, so, you know, considering that I got a laptop now, that can certainly happen down the line. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just, I mean, you need xCloud to do that. Well... True enough. But, well, you know, well, the point being is, is I'll still probably get a hold of it because, you know, it's Sea of Thieves, and I want to see how that is, and I never really played a Rare game growing up, so... Um, so that being said, um, yeah... I'll um I'll have to check that out when it's ready. Just hopefully it doesn't take a long ass time because I remember Rare 
was lumbotomized for most of the Xbox 360 generation and kind of the Xbox One generation. They would just, the, the only thing they released was Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts um, back in the Xbox 360 days. And then on Xbox One, they had the Rare collection, which is nice and all, but the point is, is that Microsoft spent like $100 million to acquire that studio. They should have been churning out like golden nuggets almost every three years or so, and they didn't because of reasons, and a lot of people left. So this is like the only new thing they've ever made was Sea of Thieves. And then there's this yeah. thing. So I And this I is not slated to... till two years. This is a, this is one of the two years games. So, okay. so hopefully it doesn't get delayed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up on our list is Tell Me Why. That is the Tell one... us why what? Tell me why I should buy this game. Because <laughs> absolutely no reason after seeing that trailer. None. Really? No. Isn't it the same makers as Yeah. Anyway, Kyle, you're gonna say with the same makers. As Sorry. uh the, the that game. Telltale? Wow. Not Telltale, the other one. Don't nod. So from my understanding, there's no gameplay in this game. Don't from F&B, what I've heard. Right? It's, it's all FM. It's the guys that made a. Uh, it's the guys that made a. Uh, um, uh, Life is strange. That's it. Which yeah. scares me. It scares me that these guys popped out that because from the interviews they've given, they've turned it more into a uh, FMV than actual movement. So what we saw was actual gameplay. Um, from oh, my that, understanding. That- that scares me. Then that that actually yeah. Me. So so the the from what I've heard is the game itself is just more or less you're choosing the direction and choices, but the game plays out just just like it does. There's no um, it's yeah, it's an FMV. It's more like an FMV game where you're just do, hey, choose this option, choose this option, choose this option, let the game play. So. But I mean, but you know what, though, I, I hope the story's really good. And it, if it's like, I, I mean, I play visual novels before, so it's not like I can't bash this game for being a good visual novel. If it's got a good story and everything else, I mean, I, I all the power to it. And I really hope it's really good. And I'm going to play it on PC. Clive, Clive I'm going to do the Clive again. Uh, play it on PC. Uh, wait to see more. <laughs> but is it so... But is it really that bad? I mean, I don't think it's going to be priced at $60. But do you really think it's that bad that it's, it's going to be a, um, a, an FMB type game or a choose-your-thing type game similar to Telltale? No, no, that's, that's what they've said that it's going to be. That, right. They've already come out and said that the game, the way we saw the game play, that is how it's going to play. And all you do is you choose the options for it. You're not, like, the characters having that motion, that is, them, that is the amount of motion that we're going to see in that game. You're not going to see like a cutscene like as Life is Strange where we're walking into a room and we're like looking down and looking up and it's going to be the way it is. Hopefully, maybe they change it. I don't know, but I, feel like I don't that. think so at this point. That game was announced last year, so I, and it's locked in for this release, I believe, in 2020. So I think it's. Uh, I don't think Play it's it on my PC. Delayed. Right. Play so it on my PC then. Um. Well, you know. I mean, it's a shame it's an exclusive because I really wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't mind playing this myself. Though I do have Windows now, so um, that could probably I mean, it's work. It's coming to Game but... Pass, so yeah, all of these games are coming to Game Pass. No, no, everyone that's but everyone but one game is coming. Oh, to I'm game sorry. Pass. 
Sorry, okay. everything's coming to Game Pass, just only one of them has only one part of their game that's coming to Game Pass. What? All right. Yeah, well, okay, we'll we'll explain it when you we get there, Claude. Don't worry. Yeah, okay, perfect. All right. right. So yeah, so tell me why is coming to Game Pass. We do know that one is coming. Yeah, everything's coming to Game Pass. Everything that they showed today is uh day and day one Game Pass, um, or it's a timed exclusive with Microsoft. Uh most of these titles are. Um, or a console launch exclusive. I don't know exactly what the hell that means. If that means that it comes out <laughs> on Xbox day one. I mean, you know, usually new games come out for consoles day one. Um, I don't remember a console company that came out and said, hey, we got this new game. But don't worry, we're not going to make it come to anything for another couple weeks. But it's out now. You just can't touch it for two weeks. Uh, I don't know. Like, who knows what that means? All right, next was the Outer Worlds DLC. Cool, more DLC for Outer Worlds. I'm really excited for this. I'll play it on, uh, when I actually get it for PS4, I'll play it on that. Or, as Kali likes to say, I'll play it on my PC. I mean... I mean, mean, is this coming, like, is this coming to PS4 this year? It might be a time to... No, no, no. Outer Worlds is already out. The, The DLC is is out for both. The only difference is the Outer Worlds DLC is going to be free on Game Pass, from my understanding, or some weird janky that's that's kind of what they're saying, is that the DLC will be free for people that have Game Pass, whereas you have to pay for it if you're not on Game Pass. And it's going to be a console launch exclusive, like it's going to come out... Once again, this is where the, the... What does it mean? Does it mean that, like, Xbox gets it a week before, and then everyone else gets it? Or, like, what? I don't see the Switch standing back and being, like, Nintendo being like, hey, guys, remember the Our Worlds game? That, you know, only kind of Skyrim-like RPG that we have on the go? That um, runs terribly? That runs terribly? I mean, hopefully it runs better? Maybe DLC? Does it run terribly on the Switch? Yes, it does. Pretty much. Roberto, can Roberto... you confirm this? You have it, don't you? Roberto does. Which one? Which one? The Outer Worlds on on Switch does it run? How does it run? Not very good. Um, so <laughs> it's nice I've fallen through the world. It's slowed down. The they are trying to release a patch. We have not received the patch yet, and this was a couple weeks ago. Um, the game definitely needed a lot more time in the oven before it can even have a a shot at being on the Switch. I mean, it's 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 Outer Worlds on the Switch, so I suppose it's not the worst thing, but it's it's you know it could be better. All right. After that, they announced Grounded, which is that isn't that the one where it's shrinking? You're you're like little people. Anybody? Wait, what? Grounded. Grounded. Yeah, Grounded was the next one. It looked. I don't know. This this is kind of where like I was like, eh. Next. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, grounded. Oh, wasn't, yeah, I've been hearing grounded. About grounded wasn't the next one. It's like Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Was it? Oh, no, I... grounded was. Sorry, grounded was. No, Collide, you're right. No, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yep. It's on early access now, as of today. Is it? Yep. yep. They've already yep. showed gameplay of an hour of it. It's uh, basically Fortnite shrunken down in a backyard with uh, kids. Like I said, and Honey you... I Shrunk the Kids. Honey and I you know what Fortnite? I? But, 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 it's like save the world mode, not Battle Royale Fortnite. What, really? Yes. Oh. I know. Uh, it's you on know, PC, I thought... though, Joe. 
You know what I found interesting about this game? What? They also announced that um, they added technology to it. For people that have are afraid of spiders, you can actually change what the spiders look like. So oh, I heard game. about this. Yeah, Holy shit's tricky friendly. Yes, it's got a tricky. It's got a tricky Mick friendly mode. Yes. Oh my so god. I, th- I I thought that was kind of cool. I feel like you have to send that to him. I already did. I took care of it as soon as I saw that. Oh, Don't worry about that. Man, I would have sent him a big ass picture of a spider with it. I mean, like, look, <laughs> this won't be a problem. You'd be like, look, Tricky, this won't be a problem when this game comes out because you can change the spiders into cute little puppy dogs. You know what the best part is, Joe? You, if we could like somehow make it so the link itself would say, hey, you know, this game changes spiders into cute puppies and it would show a cute... And then you click the link, though, and then it brings you to like the world of spiders website or something. That'd be hilarious as shit. Yeah, until oh, he crashes crazy. his car while driving. <laughs> and you feel bad for murdering him. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. shouldn't be. That's yeah. distracted driving. That's distracted driving. You can't prove that that was me that killed him. It's got dark real fast. All right. Next was avowed. Um. Uh. The 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 Kali phrase. Uh. This looked really cool. Um. But I need to see more. Um. And I'll probably play, play it on, on my PC. PC. I'll play it on PC because uh, it's not coming out for a couple of years. At least, at least a couple of years. I vow that this game won't see the light of day for at least what, what, What's the game called again? Avowed. Avowed? It's made, yeah. it's basically Skyrim made by the guys that made a blade. Uh, that, that. It looks made fucking. Made Outer world. It looks fucking yeah, dope, dude. Oh. It's Obsidian's, like, Skyrim killer app. Well, like, I mean, it's. It looks it's, dope it, as shit. It, it looks amazing. Doing pretty, well, Obsidian seems to be getting kind of like a, a bit of a nostalgic kickback in, in positive ways like people are kind of remarking on mo- video games that they made like alpha protocol which was hated when it came out but now i it's think a lot of awesome. people if i mean obsidian also did make you know oblivion i don't know if anybody remembers that game you know that that game that almost looks like this game but uh that's cool they also made fallout new vegas mm-hmm. if anybody remembers that that's that's why I outer worlds that that's why outer worlds it's just like hey look they just change the name of the game <laughs> that's pretty much what Outer worlds is is fallout new vegas just with a little bit of comedy kick i wouldn't say it's just fallout new vegas but no no, no. what i'm saying is it's it's very much if you play fallout new vegas the way that they changed it from like fallout 3 you see a lot of patterns with outer worlds but i like that i'm not saying it's a bad thing i actually like the idea that they had the balls to do that because i i like fallout new vegas that's why i want to buy outer worlds so bad which it's on sale on the summer sale right now. It's, it's so good. I know, Kalai. I just bought a shit ton of games, and I'm going to be like in the negative again. So... I think it's just because you like balls. <laughs> I'm very interested in Avowed because, again, it's from the same makers of Outer Worlds and um, Fallout New Vegas. I'm excited for them to do a fantasy setting because a lot of their settings are... they haven't, Like you said, they haven't done anything since Oblivion, and this is going to be pretty much updated hopefully i have a lot more choices this game yep. is gonna obliterate my expectation um <laughs> into oblivion yeah your part right, better fuck you next is as dusk falls as dusk falls why this is the problem. This is the same problem we had with the PlayStation conference when it came to some of these games where it's like, it's this game. 
No, it's this game, and it's like, cool. I'm assuming it was just a trailer because I don't remember anything else gameplay-wise about it. So I'm assuming I was just watching a trailer, and I'll wait to see more, and uh, I'll probably play it on my PC. It's the power of interactive storytelling. Oh, it's the one where they show up at the hotel room? Yeah, it looks interesting. It looks like it could be a cool game. Uh, I'll check it out, maybe, if I ever buy an Xbox. I mean, you could probably play it on your PC. Yeah, I mean, I could wait and play it on my PC. Or on your mobile phone through Xbox Game Cloud. Yeah, I could play it on the xCloud. Or I could wait till the xCloud comes to Nintendo Switch, which is going to probably happen. Or PS4. No, they actually didn't. They actually said that's not going to happen. That is uh, not what he they said, have, actually. They, no, no, they've actually confirmed that the uh, Xbox Game Pass coming to Sony and uh, other systems like the PS4 and the Switch um, is in development, but not at this time. <laughs> Wait, so... They confirmed that... Sorry, sorry, they didn't confirm that it was in development. They said, it is something we've thought about, but that is down the road. Yes, is the it's confirmed not, quote. Not from yeah, Xbox, a- about Xbox Pat Game Pass coming to Switch and PlayStation 4. Which, the worst part was, is it was Switch and PlayStation 4 that the quote was on, and that was still their response. That's like saying, like, okay, so, I mean, we're working on Final Fantasy VII Remake, but, you know, it's not in development. But we're working on it. <laughs> Pretty much. It's when they show that trailer for... <laughs> it's when they show the trailer for Final Fantasy. Everyone's like, yeah, Final Fantasy on PS3! And then it's like, oh, no, this was just a cinematic trailer to just show you what the PS3 can do. <laughs> uh, uh, Alright, what about you, Roberto? Are you gonna play as Dusk Falls? I see this as your type of game. Du- what was it called again? Dusk Falls? As Dusk Falls? As Dusk Falls. Um, I mean, you know, I'm all, uh, I'm always up for anything sci-fi related. So, um, or like, uh, or, you know, something focused on story and it looks pretty okay. I mean, you know, like it's different and, um, you know, it looks like, yeah, looks like, you know, looks pretty sharp. I mean, it's still not too much that we know about, but, um, I mean, you know, I'm I'm up for it. I'm really always up for doing different experiences. I do. Okay, so I'll, I'll say I'll say one thing about this game: the the cell shading in this game looks absolutely gorgeous. Yep. Yeah. Like so, the graphics look absolutely gorgeous. Um, it it kind of reminds me of a Telltale game, to be honest. And I'm interested to see how this is going to play out. I actually, this actually looks like I'm rewatching the trailer as we're talking. I just have it on mute. And um, this this looks pretty dope. Like I I would actually play this. Cool. Yeah, it it, it kind of looks interesting. I wouldn't buy it, but I might try it because it's going to be on Game Pass. Man, that facial hair, yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next is I'm going to say this so wrong, so do not do not jump on me. Shimigami, Shimigami Tensei Nocturne. Yes, it's from Xbox. So, <laughs> Senu Saga Hellblade Two. Senua. Uh, Hellblade Two. I'm going to play that on my PS5. So cool beans! It looks great. I can't wait to play. I still have to play the first one, but you know, What's this year game ex- looks amazing. Year, ex- year exclusive on Xbox, right? I don't know. From what I've heard, it could be day and day release. They actually say the words PS5 in the trailer. If anyone was paying attention to the developer, they said we can't wait for this to come out on PS5, Xbox One, 
NPC. And I'm like, oh Jesus! I'm like, you could have, you could have, you could have just said not everything but PlayStation Five, like, and everyone would have been. That dude's getting dragged yeah. off screen during the conference. <laughs> is shot in the back. All you hear during the trailer is like a gunshot go off. That guy's Actually, dead. I, you guys can continue talking on your opinions on it, and I'll, I'll look up the exact words on it of what the quote is when it comes out for both. But you guys can like, I mean, Hellblade One was great, so I still have I, played Hellblade One. Have you, Kali? No, I haven't played it. I I started it. I started is it. Is the first one on Game Pass? I don't know. I don't uh, know. No, because the first one I think is a play a PlayStation exclusive. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. No, it's out on Xbox now. Is like, it? it? Yeah, it just came out like this past year, I think. Actually, uh, I bought it. On, oh, it I was. It, yeah, I it came it out a Steam. year later. I bought it for Steam for one purpose only. Because when you bought it for Steam, you got it free. The VR version. Damn oh, yeah, the, dude, that's cool. sweet. VR version that looks fucking sick. It yeah, it was a little. It was a little weird. I have to go back. I have to play it first. I think without the VR. I think so you I should just go balls to the wall and play it in VR. Do it. You won't. I tried. I need to go back and play without the VR. What about you, Roberto? Did you play Sensuna's Saga? How one? I have been meaning to um to play that game as well. I mean, I I know that the game has made remarkable waves in regards to. Dealing with mental health, mental illness. Um, it's a great eight hour to ten hour adventure. I've been meaning to definitely get a hold of that just because it's um for its, its significance. I mean, I'm actually a little jealous it's gonna be on Xbox One. I mean, I hope it makes its way to PS5. The it's um also it's also gonna be on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, so we'll see so about you that. Pl- you could play it on your computer. The X Cloud. Mm-hmm. But you gotta buy the ultimate edition to play it, so no, he does not. He, I believe he has. It's only five dollars a month for a PC Game Pass. Is it coming to PC or is it only an Xbox game? Yeah, this is where that's yeah, it where is. It, that's where it gets. Money. I don't know. I have yeah. to look this up. Yeah, that's where. Like we were a little bit funny. I was looking at that because if you looked in the left hand corner when they were showing these trailers, they would say Xbox One Windows. So you weren't sure which ones were coming. <laughs> it like, like, it like had these little disclaimers at the bottom, like like it was like. Like I was watching, it's, like, like it's gonna actually announce. Dub. It's gonna uh, it's gonna release on actually the Xbox One, as well as the Xbox Series X. So it's actually gonna come out on the Xbox One. It's not even gonna be a full development for it, which makes me sad because I was really hoping that this would just be like straight up a new new gen title, but it's not. Which is sad. Wait, it's only going to Xbox? No, it's going to Xbox One X and the Xbox X. But then I'm trying to look it up on the exact... It's weird because there's a lot of, like... Basically, they were acquired by Microsoft, is what we were being told. Along with three other studios to make as part of Microsoft Studios. And what they were is they were being financed through Microsoft. So it doesn't mean that, like... It's really weird because maybe they were talking about the idea of it being on PS5, but at this point they they've said that they're they went to Microsoft Studios because it helps them produce games without worrying about money because Microsoft is now their it's their publishing and funding 
is the agreement they had, but there's nothing saying that it makes them exclusive. But obviously, um, this is where the whole stupid thing of like, this is where we talk about where Microsoft's going. This could be where Microsoft is going to have it, where this could just be a Microsoft Studio game that will release for PS5, which all the power to Microsoft. But yeah, it will come to PC, though, I'm assuming later. But at this point in time, they haven't even confirmed where it's coming out for. <laughs> they just said it's it's slated to come out. It, it was confirmed in at E3 or um at the Game Awards to come out for the Xbox One and the Series X. So like, there's no hundred percent confirmation of where it's coming to. It's just been confirmed at at someone. So yeah. All right. Next was Psychonauts Two. We knew this has been in development for quite some time. Development hell. Yeah, at least <laughs> it's, it's trying to get there. It looks gorgeous. Uh, I'll give it that. I mean, I'll listen to Jack Black sing for like two straight minutes. That was dope. Um, I know Corey and I watched the Angry Joe uh, Xbox uh, like watch along. And like Angry Joe had to sing over top of Jack Black so he didn't get copyright struck in. Which so is just, pretty hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. He's just singing random lyrics just to get it like so you can't hear Jack Black singing. Um, but anyway, back to Psychonauts 2. Uh, I love the first game. It's probably one of my favorite PS2 games. Very underrated title. Uh, very good. I just don't know how I feel about the sequel because I don't know how it's going to how it's going to tie into the first game. And I don't know. I have to still beat the first game, but great game. Do you have it on PS4? Yeah, well, I have the yeah. Because remember, I was playing it for Extra Life. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So I got to go back and beat that. I'm still very close. I've never played Psychonauts. It's on PS4. Like nine bucks when it goes on sale. It's probably on Steam for like a dollar though. Probably. I don't. I don't know if I'd like the game or not. It's a fun, hilarious game with. So here's an interesting part, and this is what confuses me. So Psychonauts 2 is confirmed to come out for PS4. Holy, yeah, it already is because it's already in development, and the deal was already yeah. for it to come to PS4. Like, but it's being published ago. under, but it's being published as a Microsoft Xbox Game Studio game. But because they bought this, they bought the studio. Yeah, but like that's where we talked about, like on Passer or was it Passer? I don't remember where we talked about it. But that they it's really weird how they bought all these studios, but they had so many contracts already in the works when they bought it. So yeah. a lot of their games are coming to everything. It's just going to well, have it. So it's going to be funny to see like a lot of games on the PS5 and the PS4 with Microsoft like publishing all of yeah. them. Which is weird. But yeah, it'll no, be, and it'll, it's be, not, well, it'll be just as crazy as seeing uh, not this coming year, but the following year seeing MLB the show. You know, on everything. Have PlayStation, have Sony Santa Mo- or oh, Sony yeah, San Diego on it. Yeah, it's, it's Sony San everything. Diego. Yeah, and it's on everything. Starting next year, so it's craziness. It's crazy. I'm excited for this game. Um, I, I they didn't push the release date, but um, from what I can see, it's 2021. So oh, I can't I mean, believe that's so far away, though. And it's a PS4 title. So the weird thing is, it's a PS4, Xbox One, and then Xbox Series X as as well, and PC and Linux even. I which <laughs> fuck still plays <laughs> shit on Linux. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. But can I get uh, it on my yeah. TS TS83 calculator too. Probably, maybe. Who knows? Or my I have Ouga? to get the TS. 
You might have to get the TS-85 calculator, Joe. You know what it's not coming to? Stadia, because that shit's fucking dead. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Stadia, the next game coming that they talked about was Destiny 2 coming to Game Pass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. The fact that they had to put this in this conference tell told me so much about this conference. Like like and yeah, they, they, we'd... Oh man, okay. you're getting all the DLC. Actually, you know why I think they put this in here? Why? Because I think they're killing Stadia. Because Stadia was like, oh look, you could play Destiny 2 anywhere. And Microsoft is like, hey, if you could do that, we could do that too. Because not only we'd be able to play with your game pass, but you'll be able to play with the X Cloud. Yeah, it's the the, the 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 thing that blows my mind is I was hoping that we'd see lots of games, but it kind of scares me that a a good portion of this this conference was also DLC. <laughs> like when we saw actual gameplay, it was all DLC. And Destiny 2 is a free-to-play game as it is. So I mean, I guess you're just getting the DLC for free. So that's cool. I mean, it was similar I'm... to when Sony was like, hey, you're getting Modern Warfare on PS5 or Grand Theft Auto. That was yeah. that was their moment. It just it wasn't as big of an announcement as those two games. Yeah. Because no I one don't know. Talk they... about Destiny in 2020. I mean, this it's it's the part that I find so weird about this is, you know, Microsoft has Halo. And it's going to be a four-person online cooperative Halo open world. Now, if I think what Destiny is, Destiny is a three-player online cooperative alien Halo game. Like, a lot of people compare Destiny to Halo. Like, that's how I play it. It plays like Halo. I mean, it's Bungie. Yeah, so... They're advertising a game that that I know it's a big following, but Halo should be like, they should be like, oh, you like Destiny? <laughs> Destiny. We got <laughs> Halo, Master Chief's back <laughs> and it can be four player online. Let's get her done. And I mean, I would have been like <laughs> Right, doggy. Here's all my uh, money. I'd be like, here, Microsoft, have my money. You you want to take on the Destiny? The Destiny train? I, I will give you all my money. Here, I'll buy your new console just so you can take out Destiny. I'm on it. Let's do this. So, Roberta, what do you think about Destiny 2 coming to Game Pass? Great! Um, it's Destiny 2. It's doing very well. There's a lot of very interesting um, you know, communities and friendships that's been forged through Destiny. I feel like, you know, the game I know gets a, lot, a bit of a bashing because it was like you know, it's basically an FPS MMO, but I'm more than okay with a game that generates a lot of gameplay and it's just good to, to blow off some steam and, and generate and forge friendships. So, um, I mean, is it Come- is it absolutely ruining um, Stadia? Yeah, Stadia is is Uyo at this point. It, I do not. There is no. I feel terrible for everybody that worked on that, but I have to say that. At the same time, the people who failed Stadia were honestly the Google overlords who don't know what the hell they're doing. And you call them Google overlords, yeah? Because <laughs> well, because I, I, I mean, not to go off on a rant here, but Google is a big tech giant that's one of the biggest hypocrites on the planet right now. 
you know, with a lot of different things that have happened. And it's a shame because Google was really cool to discover back in 1998 when it was just a simple search engine. And now it's like it's all powerful website that doesn't know what the hell to do and doesn't like know how Facebook, to... Facebook, dude. Yeah. It's, and then, like, they, they try and launch this Nick's future of gaming, and then it's like none of what they promised was available, and that is the first rule of retailers and first rules of, of business and selling. You have to deliver on what is promised. And if you had to delay it for another year, especially with this new generation of systems coming out, then so be it. But you didn't, you blew it, no one takes you seriously no more, and boom. You know, it's, I mean, they it's failed cool. two things back to back. I mean, they failed with Stadia, and they failed with Smart Glass. Like both yeah, were smart, smart Glass. Like I, I don't know if we can lump that in here because that, that's an entirely <laughs> different thing altogether. So I don't know, man. Um, Do you see anyone walking around with Smart Glass? No, oh, but what smart I'm saying glass. is that, man, that was a long time ago, right? And it's not gaming related, really. Um, the only yes, thing, actually, is. actually, it is. Um, right. the 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 cool thing that came with Smart Glass, just for people that want to know. Uh, the big industry that actually bought into smart glass was pornography. And what it is, is it helped design pornography VR games. So thank you, uh, smart glass for that is what you helped us with. Thank you. Okay, moving really on. To put a but but I was, was going to say anyway, with uh, Roberto, if you would like to play Destiny 2 and blow off some steam with me and Joe, we do need to beat the game. And uh, now we... We will need to walk you through on how to actually start the story because the game doesn't do that for you. <laughs> no, I, I actually I finished the story and everything. I mean, in fact, I was like halfway through the second expansion where where Cade oh, gets killed. I just didn't. I just didn't oh, okay. It. You got you yeah, got through that. But, it, but the thing is with Destiny is that it really is better with friends. I guess what it is why I stopped playing you with that. To. It's just. I wasn't playing with friends. I was playing by myself. And like the two friends that I have, they like, they work a lot. They don't really get a chance to play. So they, yeah. you know, I kind of just uninstalled it. But yeah, I mean, if there's people playing, of course, I'll hop back in. Well, see, I think um, just 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 a quick note here. The reason why a lot of people for, that don't like Destiny, like me and Joe, we make fun of Brandon, uh, who is my nephew, who we play with all the time. Uh, because what ended up happening in Destiny is... They, he must have put like fifteen hundred hours into Destiny Two to like grind that high level gear and stuff. And when they That's came so out bad. with when they came out with the expansion, uh, the, the the king, the king, the following king or whatever it was, um, it basically turned him to the same level as me. And then when the newest expansion before Shadowkeep came out, his character that he had put so much time into, I started the game and me and Joe started the game. The funny thing is it actually gave us the trophies for maxing out our characters. <laughs> it's so funny. I laugh because, so hard. Because it actually just automatically maxes out your characters and you don't even have to do anything. And he had played the game for the entire year before that. And it was like, here, your character's maxed out now. Like if you go to play the game now, it maxes you out and gets you all like top level gear. And it's like it gets you ready for Shadow Keep. That that's all it does. And it's like, ooh, oh, I feel bad for you having to put fifteen hundred hours into this and buy every expansion with hard earned money. And I come in and play free to play, and it's like, hey, good, look cool, look at that. All right, moving on. The next game is Stalker Two. This looks cool. Um, yeah, this. I've never played the first one. I heard people really, really, really. I heard people were like super stoked about this. Like Angry Joe was like, "Is this Stalker 2? And he was like super stoked. I had no idea what Stalker is. I'll have to look into it. 
of what Stalker 1 was. And then if it's on PC or something, I don't know. I, I mean, I got to double check because I can't remember if this is something that is multi-console or not. But I don't know. I'll have to look. I mean, I'm not a horror fan. So for me, I was it was just eh. What about you, Roberto? I heard about it. It looks cool. I think it looks neat. I mean, it's more Stalker. So, you know, Stalker is not so bad. I mean, it's interesting even where it comes in because it's like, you had the Chernobyl series last week, year, and it was like a Emmy, it won Grammy, the Golden Globes and all that stuff. And um, so it's it's pretty neat. Um, yeah, it's nice that it's going to a larger audience. I think I'd, I'd encourage everyone to give it a chance. All right. The next game on the list, which I'm really excited about, is Warhammer 40k Darktide. This looks freaking sweet. I'm going to be honest. I also looked at this, and this was super sweet. So I'm like super excited. I'd say super that that's excited. out of all the games there, that's probably the one that excites me most, mainly because, um, I mean, some people would say I'm not necessarily a... Um, I'm not necessarily... I. Some people may say I'm not really like a true fan, I suppose, I guess for lack of a better term, but I've really been liking the Warhammer stuff and especially 40 K. I like this weird, strange, you know, conflicted sci-fi universe of aliens and mutants and dark creatures from the warp. And, you know, the fact well, that did the, you watch the, sh- did you watch this or do you understand what this game is? Yeah. It's from the guys that made Vermintide and it takes place yes. in 40 K. And so, if you played Vermintide, it's basically going to be Vermintide, but now instead of fighting rodents, you're going to be fighting, you know, aliens. Yes, I'm very excited about that. So it's, uh, it's, it looks, you know, it's going to be really cool because the only, in the Warhammer 40k universe, there's been a few, F, like, action-based games, I'd, I'd say things along the lines of, like, in your face, like there was Space Marine back in PS3, there was a, a first-person shooter on the PS2 I never got a chance to play. There was, was so Space Marines. Um, Darkwing or Space Wing or whatever, which I have to still play. Space so, is shit, yo. Um, it so yeah, this is gonna be pretty cool. And just for those people that want to know, uh, Vermintide is actually on sale in the summer sale for PlayStation. So, I would I would play that. You would you would play Warhammer Forty K? I was about to ask you, Joe. No, I mean I would I would I would play uh, Vermintide and. If you want to play more games or know which games you should pass or play on, you should check out Corey and I's new show, Pass or Play. It's on the Proven Gamer Network. It's a it's a sister show of game game stuff. Check it out. Cheap plug. Okay. Uh. Also, after that, we had Tetris Effect Connected. I laughed at this one too because it's Tetris Effect and it's been out for like two years, and they're getting but timed exclusive DLC. Now we get timed exclusive DLC. I mean, I mean it's I'm, excited I'm excited about the game. I'm excited it's about a- Tetris Effect too. I, I mean, should buy it on that summer sale that's on right now. When no, it's, it's, too ex- it's too expensive still. Like that, there's, no two, way, there's no way. There's no $20. Yeah, no, there's no way Tetris should be a $40 game ever. It's $20 right now. I understand that. I'm I'm hitting a sweet 10 spot for this Tetris game. And I know it's really good. And I know it's got a story mode from what I've been told. Can you You're confirm that, Roberto? Right? It has a it has a story mode. Which game again? Tetris Effect. Oh uh, yeah, it has a single player mode. I mean it's not there's no real like story, it's all visuals, but Yeah, but I heard it's, it's like an actual campaign. Like it's a It's a campaign, yeah. There's like twenty levels yeah. in it, and it's a mesmerizingly beautiful, heartfelt, and 
emo, like an inner soul empowering game, you know, you, you, especially when you put on the VR and you put the headphones in, you are in a trance, you are no longer in your body, you are a spirit on this wonderful voyage of light, color, and sound, uh, weaving into very uh, the very aspect of what we call the heart and soul. It's a very uh, gripping uh, narrative that, you know, remembers that humanity is a very powerful force, and even in its darkest times, there are, we can come in harmony together with music and color. And that was very beautiful, time. man. So, yeah, that was very beautiful. So it's a very nice. Well, that's the kind of it's, uh, the hence Tetris effect. It's an amazing game. So, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's cool that there's going to be multiplayer. I don't know how it's going to work, but it's be pretty. I think it's actually going to be pretty awesome, and it kind of lends itself to the narrative of the game. Uh, so I hope that that patch eventually makes its way to PS4. So, um, well, it's time exclusive. I think it's a year. No, it's coming to everything. Ah. What the the the, the DLC? Yeah. I don't know. It's just console launch exclusive. It wasn't timed exclusive. Uh, I thought it was timed exclusive. I don't know. We'll have to look this up. This is what it confuses me about this whole timed exclusive console launch exclusive. Stupid thing. All right. Next up was the gunk. Pass. That one is a trailer. That's like the one like that. Okay. I take that back a bit. Dark Tide, I loved, but this I really loved probably a little bit more because it comes from the people who made SteamWorld Heist. Yes, really? you're right, it does. Yeah. Okay, well then I might have to play this because SteamWorld, any of the SteamWorld games are so good. Yeah, this looked interesting. Again, I would, I think I would try this on Game Pass. So, what did it, so it, I basically said it's Ferngully in space, and I dig that. Um, in case no one in our audience is familiar with Fern Gully, it was a very strange 1990s cartoon where Tim Curry is a, a big sack of pollution, like a terrifying one named Hex. And he's basically a giant black smoke cloud that's also very deviously sexually alluring that tries to pollute the entire forest. And Robin Williams in a fairy and this other guy who gets drunk tries to save the forest. Um... And yes, it is a weird movie. It's definitely drink some beer, but it's also really visually captivating. So basically, yeah. And if you want to see an updated version of that, just watch Avatar. Yeah, yep. exactly. So, um, yeah, only an hour and 16 minutes too. It's actually three ninety nine on YouTube. But the point is with gunk, I really like that whole, instead of just like shooting things and whatever, you know, you're trying to restore this alien planet. So that's going to be really, really intriguing to see. Um, and it just something just felt very whimsical about it, and I, I really liked it. Okay, so okay. just to confirm as well with the Tetris Effect DLC, it is uh, launching uh, this holiday season with uh, on the Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and Windows 10 um, as a free update. And it will be free as well for everything else that it comes out on, but not until the summer of 2021. So it's free for everything. It's a free update. It's, uh, but the Tetris effect game is the Tetris effect game. It looks like is going to be free on Xbox game pass. I'm confused about this, but it's coming to Xbox because it's not on Xbox yet. I'm confused. I don't know. I, I'm you know this is just, I'm I'm done reading, trying to figure out what comes exclusive and not because this is just a bunch of like it's just yeah words. it's 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 too much at this point. So just go with it. Let's just yep. enjoy the games. 
Next is the medium. This, was, damn, this yeah. game is amazing. This looks Extra awesome. Gameplay. This I'm is my highlight. Nervous. Yeah, this is my oh. the pick of the conference. Yeah, I'm only a little nervous only because again, I don't really like horror stuff. It also is going to look really good. It this is something that I actually it's probably wear up. Takeover and the ray tracing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And this um, game is uh, coming to uh, PC as well. Um, but the positive side about this one that I really like is the idea that, if I'm correct, this is only on the Xbox Series X, so this game is going to be using the full power of um, the Xbox, which I'm super excited for, because if this game is using the full power, and yeah, it is. It's only coming to the Xbox Series X, and it's like coming on... Com- no, no, and actually it's slated to l- release this holiday season on launch. Really? So it's like, is it, it's the, the actual well, so, it's so a, wait. It's a third party. It's a third party game. Oh, okay, so okay. So a, they're not lying. So th- there really is still no Xbox first party yeah. exclusive. Yeah. Okay. This is this Just is making sure they're not game. lying, you know. I I don't want to catch, you know, Microsoft in a lie. It's it's and I don't know if it's like a a timed exclusive or what, but I don't really care. Like this is one of the games that in all honesty, if you want to give me a game that makes me go, this is what I need an Xbox for, this is the game. What about you, Roberto? Are you going to play the medium? Um, sure. I mean, I mean, horror games are not really my thing unless they're really good, but um, I'd give it a chance. Well, do you remember what the medium is? It's a horror game that takes place. It's from the guys that made Silent Hill. Well, or, yes. so it's inspired by Silent Hill, I should say. Well, no, I and think one of the director, not the director of it. One director. of the directors is 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 worked on Silent Hill. Right. Or it's the same and director. It, like, it, it takes place simultaneously in two worlds that are being, that the game is yeah. probably yes. at the same time. So I like, the, you know, that's going to be pretty innovative. This shows us what the new console generation can do. And that's the cool thing I liked about this game is they literally were going, this is the power of a Series X. It can produce this world at the same time this world's producing and have them both going at the same time where you can switch at any point in time. And that's that to me was the big thing like like joe talked before about the idea of like ratchet and clank being able to jet through worlds and it's like really showing of what it means to be next gen this game is showing what next gen is and this got me excited for that all right after that was cost fire x which of course is the new game from remedy so this is the game that Joe was talking about. So the single player version of this game is not on Xbox Game Pass. It is only the multiplayer, which from the sounds of it, this game is going to be like kind of like Call of Duty, where it's going to be there's a there's a hint that the multiplayer will be a free to play version of the game anyway. And the single player will be locked behind paid a paywall. So. But this looks uh, great. Kind of like uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah it's the exact same thing, except it, it's just, well, it is the same thing. The multiplayer is going to be free. <laughs> and the everything else, the single player is going to be paid. Is this which, coming to PS4? I mean, PS5? Oh, my God, Joe. Okay, I'll look this up. This I looks think great. it is. I think this it looks is. great. I'm going to buy it. It looks really good. I like Remedy Games. Someone else can go. Uh, I do like Remedy games, so I would probably buy the campaign, especially if it's like a first-person shooter, which I absolutely love. Uh, 
I would definitely try this one. What about you, Roberto? What's the name of the game again? I got lost in there. Crossfire, Crossfire X. X. Crossfire. Crossfire X. I mean, the name sounds amazing. Um, I mean, oh, this is like that military one they were making. Um, uh, wh- who were the developers again? Remedy. 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 Yeah. Okay. I mean, once again, it's a matter of trying to differentiate yourself. I. I mean, I feel that art is never about what you what you have; it's what you do with it. And I feel that there might be a means to do something different here. I mean, I feel that like re- like there's been a bunch of shooters, you know, a lot of. I mean, but nowadays everything's more like futuristic and things like that. So maybe it might be good to fall back on a military shooter. Uh, there's there was a time back in the PS2 days that we had the SOCOM game, so maybe there's something they want to do. I don't know if it's going to be realistic. I don't know if it's going to be something more authentic to the military. If it's going to be more arcadey, if there's going to be a combination of vehicular combat uh, with helicopters, tanks, aircraft, if there's something to be done, I I would have to say that the biggest thing would have to be story, uh, and I want the story to have some teeth regarding. Not just what the military is doing, but maybe even the the re- the, the consequences of you know mental health um, policy things like that. Just uh, you know, in a way that isn't something that's punching down on the player, but definitely something that can encourage the player to think. Uh, so that may be something pretty interesting to do. I mean, I would love for sta- I don't know for them to approach stackup.org and just say, hey, can can you like you know work with us like trying to figure out the narrative here? Uh, so yeah, looks pretty cool. Okay, so. Oh, this is sad. Why did you guys make me look into this? Um, so, okay. So what this is, is Crossfire is a game, a military game that is super popular in Asia that has already been made. And it's made by a company called Slimegate Entertainment. Um, Remedy is co-developing this game to bring it to next-gen consoles, uh, which is called Crossfire X. And Crossfire as a whole is a similar to Counter-Strike Global Offense. It's just a free-to-play version that's been out for many years. Um, Crossfire X is just going to be the version that they're making to be on console. Oh, that's mad shit. So what it is, it's the net, it's, it says the, the interesting part about Crossfire X is that despite its next gen optimization and fluid multiplayer, the game will be free to play title that anyone can download and jump into as long as they're subscribed to Xbox Live Gold. Um, and they're talking about a one year limited thing before it comes out to, um, the, um, the PS4. But from what I'm seeing is what it is, is Crossfire X as a whole the multiplayer is made by Slimegate and Remedy is helping them bring it to the console generation because they're mainly working on PC stuff. But the single player is what Remedy is actually working on with them. So Remedy's taking the game that's popular and making the, helping them make the single, the co-developing the single player of the game where the original multiplayer version of the game, which is going to be the main focus is made by Slime Gate Entertainment. Still excited for it, but it is a little bit of saddening news. All right. And the last game. Oh boy. Oh. Kali, let, we'll just we'll just let Kali talk about this for ten minutes. I'm gonna go 
I'm not going to talk about it for 10 minutes. We didn't get that much of a trailer. That's so right. Fable, Fable was announced. Um, this is a couple years out of development, but they wanted to let us know that it is being produced. I'm very excited to hear more about this game. Because there's a lot of rumors floating around that it could be MMO, which I'm really hoping they don't do. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't. But it's supposed to be open world, and they're supposed to take the old fable and and merge it with the new. Like they're 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 really going to try to to really bring us fable, and I'm just so excited. And the graphics looked awesome. I will. Anybody admit, else? Yeah. So I love fable. Um, I'm sitting here right now. Um, this time we're actually talking on ZenCaster. Cheap luck. Um, so not Discord, so no one can see that I have Fable Three Limited Collector's Edition that came with the book and playing cards and a coin, um, that I purchased day one with release and bought an Xbox the same day because that's why I buy Xboxes is for Fable. Um, I'm really on the Kali boat here when I say I really hope this isn't gonna follow the rumors of being an MMO. And I really wanted Phil Spencer not to just be like, hey, Phil, is this going to be an MMO? And his response was, yeah, we're going to we're not going to deny that rumor, but we're going to say that it's going to bring things in old that you like about Fable with something new, like Kali said. Um, I'm really hoping that that's not the what we're getting. I really don't want an MMO. I want Fable. And this I will say this, if they come out with a Fable that is not an MMO, I will buy an Xbox Series X if it is only on that console. Keywords there, only on that. I really want to see it. I've loved Fable. Um, I really want to... It also worries me that Playground Studios is making it, but at the same time, they're a really good studio. I just really hope that them only making racing games, um, they can take that and develop it into actually making a adventure game because Forza Horizon's a beautiful looking game, don't get me wrong but when all you've developed is racing games and then you're going to tell me that you're going to build a story driven action adventure game that kind of worries me it's like if people ask me to like install a you know, oh well well, I work at a gold mine Um, I'm a cook but tomorrow they're like, hey, Corey, guess what? You're going to be like the main guy that, you know, drills the holes and decides where the gold goes. I mean, I would tell them that they're crazy. So we'll see. I'm right. really excited. What about anybody else? Anybody else excited about Fable? Um, I guess it's good. Uh, I never played any of the Fable games. I just know that they were in the highest of the highest regards imaginable when it came to all sorts of different um uh different uh you know games and game categories i remember there was so much praise for fable 2 in particular that one game of the year and everything so i guess it's it's tough tough because it's like people just wanted to go back to what it was and you have to update it for a newer audience i i'm going to trust that you know this is like microsoft that microsoft knows what they're doing as you know, the, there was a very high degree of talent that was responsible for the original Fables, so now you have Microsoft basically taking the helm here. So we'll have to wait and see. I mean, the, the, the problem is they lost all that talent when they went out of business. So, I mean, hopefully... Uh, Roberto, though, on the... Mark, you said you hadn't played it. Uh, you have a computer now. Uh, download Fable, the anniversary collection that's on Steam. 
I got it. I have a whole backlog that I have to get through. It's bad. Maybe one day. Uh, but yeah, add it to your list then. Uh, Joe, what about you? Do anything? Are you into Fable or no? Okay, (laughs) that's abs. That's absolutely fine. No, Um, they. I mean, I mean, going back to like the Peter Molyneux days of Fable, like they lied to us so many times about what that game was supposed to be that I just I can't get on board with it with fable anymore and that's just can't perfect. just can't do it that's Corey perfectly... and i've had arguments about this no that's perfectly acceptable um all right so uh joe went into our facebook group and asked if anybody has any questions and we got some questions this week uh just out of curiosity roberto have you seen the questions no i have not okay oh, good they're good Levi asks, what's each of your guys' most anticipated games? I have several. Avowed, Fable, The Medium, Hellblade 2, Everwild, Stalker 2, and Halo. Seven must-play games for me coming to my streaming service. Corey. Um, for me, I don't want to get my hopes up for games that I don't know if they're going to release. Because I was told Xbox One was going to have a Fable, so I'm going to leave Fable off this list. But... Games we know are coming. I mean, Medium's the real big one, and Hellblade 2 is my big two that I, I'm really excited to play um, and look forward to. And like I said, whatever way I can play them, that's what I'm going to do. So, uh, What about you, Joe? Uh, Evolve and uh, Medium were the two that I found that were pretty cool and that I would not necessarily buy the console for, but I'm definitely excited to see people play them and maybe get a chance to play them. What about you, Roberto? As I mentioned, it's definitely the Warhammer Dark. T- what was that? Dark Tile. Dark Tides. Dark Tides, and then uh, and also Gunk, just because uh, Warhammer once again has a very rich universe that I think anybody can get involved in. It's a universe of war. It's a universe of of you know religious heresy and and emperors and cutting edge weapons and just there's something really unique about it in you know in, in its in its world and i just really like that and then gunk like i said it's fern gullies in space but a little different obviously but i just love the visual style and i love what it's doing so i feel uh those are the two my two favorite games from the uh high oppressor me it's halo fable and avowed role-playing and co-op <laughs> uh next question comes from alex saunders will we ever see a sequel to blood Week? Bloodwake? No. I, would, yes. I hope so. I mean, he has a point. Bloodwake was a 360 launch title. If I'm not, oh, no, no, not a 360 launch title. That was an, that was an, an Xbox. original Xbox, Xbox one. Original Xbox. Yeah. I mean, I'm hopefully it's right around the corner with our Brute Force. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Sequel. Hey, Brute Force was a good game. You shut the hell up. <laughs> Brute Force. <stuff. laughs> okay. I, yes, I want a sequel. I want them to make that sequel. Yeah, search your soul. You know it was garbage. Next question comes from Andrew Middlemoss. What do you think of the art style for Halo Infinite? I say art style because of late, the trend for big AAA games has been realistic, and this diverges from that trend. Roberto. Yes. What, what, what about the, the art style? I lost you there. What do you think of the art style for Halo Infinite? Oh. Um... You know, it, it looks good. I mean, I, I know people are making fun of that, like, that, that you know, um gorilla grod looking guy uh, and you know with the with the face i think this you have to remember you know 
the, the, the yeah, that grunt or whatever that's that's become a meme now that yeah. he looks like Gorilla Grodd. You know, Gorilla Grodd or, or Solomon Grunt. Solomon yeah, Grundy is what I'm Grundy. thinking of. Yeah, but that was Grundy. the guy, you know, Solomon Grundy, blah, blah, blah. So, um, you know, it's it's they're trying to do something a little bit different. And I feel that people are trying to hype it up. It's This is the first new Halo game in a long time. And I think that, you know, you got to give it some credit. And I know people are like the pop-ins and all this stuff. Like, guys, like, give it some break. You know, it's this is probably an earlier build from, I don't know. May. It probably looks way sharper than it does right now. Like, people have this illusion that yet that the day before the showcase, they get this little vertical slice from a computer, and it gets instantly transmitted into the showcase. That never, ever happens. That has never, ever happened. And that is virtually impossible to happen. So, like, these are earlier builds, and they're meant to be, give an example. You know, it probably looks way better than it does right now. I mean, this showcase was last to the 23rd. Probably looks, you know, that that build might be from May or 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 April, as far as I understand, and it looks way better. You know, you got to kind of give it some credit. I mean, if it there's, looks there's, like there's that at launch, if the, arts... the screenshots were taken from the new build, just so you know. Still, I, I don't know. No I, I don't think from, they get no mercy from me when they sit on their tower of teraflops, and we have the most <laughs> powerful console. We have the most powerful console ever made. Like no. You get you get no mercy from me. I will destroy you because you're 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 here boasting that this, these games are going to look the greatest on our system, and it looks like utter dog shit. Like, but it's because it's becoming it's coming to Xbox 360. <laughs> I I like the I like the, the style of art. I like the art style. I think it's it's Halo. It's it's. I think they're trying to reinvent the the. The series. It looks like kind original like Halo. It looks like Halo, no, Halo Combat Evolved graphics. What this is is, that, and honestly, if you want my like a nice, honest no, opinion, I really wanted to finish what I was saying. Yeah, go ahead, Kali. Um, Halo is going through a, like a soft reboot. They're taking everything they learned from the series and kind of reinventing it a little bit. Uh, they're taking the good. They're looking at the bad. So. Maybe they're trying to use graphics that are similar and, you know, what people liked. For me, I just think that the grunts would look weird as not that if they weren't that cartoony type of, of grunt. So I think it just has to go with the whole series as a whole. So for me, I'm all right with the graphics, especially if it's Halo gameplay, because it's the gameplay that makes the game for me. And now you can go, Corey. I was going to say the the thing is, is Roberto, I think this is true with what you were saying. In all honesty, if you want my honest opinion, this is the, the reason why it looks the way it does is because they're using the same engine they did with Halo Anniversary. That's what this is. This It runs the same. It plays the same. The The way he walks is the same. Like everything looks the same. And this is I want it doubted in my mind if this is the same engine and they're just they've like made some little peaks and touches to it. And like I agree with Joe, you know what? You are 100% right, Kalai. It is a Halo game. And Halo games aren't good because of story. They're not good because of how the graphics are. They're not good because of, you know, the innovation that they do. They're good because of the gameplay that they come out with. And that is something Halo has always had and will always be good. But I have to agree with Joe that for this game to be your this is why I need to buy this console. 
this is not the way you started. And especially when this game's supposed to be in beta as close of next month, and this game's supposed to release as close as November, this is bad. Whether this is a November, a May build, an April build, I don't care. You can't tell me that you're going to go gold next month, and this is your build from May. Like, there was not, it wasn't just issues in the way it looked. It was having issues with frame rate. It was having issues with limp syncing. It was having issues with, like, fading in and out. The environment was was hurting. Like, I like Halo. I love the way Halo looked on Halo 1. I love the way it looked on Halo 2. But I don't know what they did. If they had to, like, give it a shine or something on this one, I don't know what it was. But it just seemed like everything was shiny. And I don't know if that's just me, but it looked like the cliffs were like almost white with shimmers everywhere. And I don't know, like, I don't know what they're they're going for. And I really do hope that the gameplay, the gameplay is what makes like the gameplay looks solid in that. I will 100% admit that it looked fun, but I really hope that being that they are going to make this the game that they do not make any more Halos after this, this is the game that they just keep on expanding on this universe. I mean, I've watched Warframe uh, go from being looking terrible, playing terrible, mechanics were terrible, to being one of the best games I've played in a long time. So I'm hoping the same for this Halo. Okay. Uh, Next question comes from another one from Andrew. Does anyone else feel the world premiere tag they continually use is a bit lame? Yep. 100%. No. Because it makes a great drinking game. Every time they say world premiere, take a sip. So they have to keep that in mind. But Kalida, I know, but the question is, is that going to cause alcohol poisoning and do they want to really play that game? (laughs) I do. I have to have a disclaimer for their conference. I mean, maybe that's why I liked the Fable trailer so much. It was just she was playing the drinking game, and then by the time it got to the Fable, Clyde's like, "Woo! Yeah, Fable!" <laughs> um. Anyways, the next uh, the next question comes from Daryl. Oh, if you could, <laughs> if you could choose the permanent fourth chair for the Loop Brothers, who would it be? Roberto. Um. If I could choose a chair person for the Loop Brothers? Yes, the Loop Brothers are missing a fourth person because Josh keeps saying that he's going to show up every week and he doesn't. So oh, wow. they're having tryouts. He's MIA. So, yeah, he's MIA. I, I, I nominate myself as tribute. Okay. Throw yourself you can, hat, so, do it. Yeah, throw, yeah, contact the Loop Bros. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what, about, what about you, Joe? Uh, I'm going with Levi. Ooh. Tommy Gunn. He's... I say you put him on the show permanently. I think he meshes well with their style. He, he's also from the South over there, so he blends with their, you know, with their vernaculars and all their shenanigans. He may not be fully on board with their shenanigans, but he's partly on board with their shenanigans. And I feel to be a fourth chair on their show, you have to kind of be all in on the shenanigan portion of the Loot Rose. Um... I enjoy being on there, so if you don't have a permanent fourth chair, I mean, I'll always come on the show, as as would Kalai, I know. So, Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think you should keep the fourth chair rotating, because having different people has been enjoyable. Why not have a fifth chair? Doesn't that just be four chairs? Well, that's true. What about you, Corey? 
Um, I'm gonna put it out there. I've listened very little to the Loot Bros. Um, I've now had conversations with Levi in our chat and things like that. And I mean, Levi, you know, he's got his opinions that sometimes I don't agree with, but he seems very, you know, well educated when it comes to a lot of the other stuff. And I mean, it seems like he's always on the ball with what's going on. And I mean, he's always the person that when I like put out a comment or put something out, I always look for his response. So I would, you know, have to go with my man, Joe and agree with Levi. Um, the other option is um, you have a chicken or a goose um, just because the, you never know what they're going to do. And uh, that makes it a very exciting podcast to listen to. Okay. Next question from Daryl says, why does Tricky pretend to be afraid of spiders? <laughs> I mean, he's afraid <laughs> of spiders. I'm afraid of stuff. It, it happens. I just want to move on from that one. There's no way for us to answer that. I one. mean, I'm afraid of spiders. But I don't take it to like the level Tricky does. But like he's terrified. Like, like uh, we have to tell this story every time this this topic comes up. But and I, I don't really care if, if Tricky will never listen to this. So and I doubt he'll hear that this <laughs> happen. But do you remember the story he told us in the chat where like his mother in law bought him a fake spider on Christmas? Not only do I remember that, I saw the video. Oh, so did I. That shit was Larry. <laughs> I never laughed so hard for like a good 30 seconds in my life until that little kid who hit the super mario power up on the wall and smacked his face into the wall did you guys watch that one no no oh that video is amazing so i'm assuming that he gets the tricky's mother-in-law buys him a package for christmas tells him to open it up and it's a fake mechanical spider inside and the thing is gigantic and he just freaks out so threw the box and almost hit his his daughter or his wife in the face with it I think his wife. Yeah, so he literally just chucked it and almost hit his wife in the in the face. Dude, yeah. I need to see this video. Where is this oh, video? Dude, it's 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 somewhere in our chat. Like, if if the chat goes back that far, it's in there because he sent Dang. it. Uh, who who sent it? Uh, Alex no, sent but, it. To us? No, he posted it. I think it's on his Facebook page. I have to look. You have to go back. Uh, it's, it's, oh my god, it's it's hilarious. I mean. You missed you. I I don't know if you were part of the show, Corey or Roberto, when Alex and I used to like with him and like embed spider pictures in like posts. No, I I remember that because that was during Extra Life. Remember, we were Extra Life. We were talking about just with him with spiders where he was like sending us messages in the group chat and we would send him spider pictures in our group chat. And he said he, he just basically left the group chat one day. He was like, literally, I'm going to fire you from the show if you put. Yeah, yeah. He remember? Fired, I think he fired Alex from the show for he, th- he threatened us afterwards. Of spiders up in the group chat. Yeah. All right. Can we go? Can we, can we go to the next question? Because I'm excited about the next question. It's for Roberto. Yeah, this one's good. Roberto. Yeah. Daryl asks, when is the dick around shirt with Roberto Neve's <laughs> face on it becoming available? Oh boy! <laughs> That's why I asked if you read the questions. I was curious. <laughs> That's never gonna live me down, huh? Nope. I'm never gonna be able to live that down. You know what? Nope. That's what I'm gonna get on a shirt, though, and at least make money from it. Oh, that's true. All right, we need to get this made into a shirt. Wait a second. Like, there's, there's, there's marketability. Hmm. All right, next, next question from Daryl goes to you, Joe. I know this one's oh, great. Oh boy. 
Rumor has it that Joe and JT are starting a Game Stuff spinoff called Butt Stuff Tactics. Apparently, this is an RPG-focused show. Can you confirm or deny? Uh, I can confirm that there may or may not be a show um, in development. I mean, how deep is the development going right now, Joe? I would say I can't confirm or deny that I've spoke with JT on this matter, and there may or may not be uh some fruit to this labor soon enough but if i but if i had to say if i had to be phil spencer on this one i would say it's not development right now but it's something we may think about doing in the future (laughs) that's a great Uh, name daryl i would actually use that name except call it game stuff all right that brings us to the end of our show if you do like us please subscribe and rate us uh, we are on Twitter. Uh, we're at GameStuffCast. We have a Facebook. Just search GameStuffPodcast. We have a Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash proven gamer. If you'd like to get in touch with us, uh, I'm at Kalai21 on Twitter. That's K-A-L-A-I, the number 21. Uh, Corey is the Grounded Gamer, double D, no E. Joe is Mr. TMNT84. That's capital M-R, capital T-M-N-T-84. Roberta's a Jehuti88. That's J E H U T Y 88. Uh, but you can always find us in our Facebook group talking and chatting. Uh, if you do like us and want to help us out, just go to provengamer.com, click on any Amazon link, and do your shopping like normal. We are also uh, partnered with Humble Bundle. Uh, we support the charity Extra Life. Uh, you can actually see all of our. Um, you can see all of our links in our show notes if you'd like to go check them out. Basically, you buy games and we help out children. If you like this show, check out our other shows, Trophy Whores. And, of course, um, our new show, Pass or Play. Sort of show. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's where, in development. It's, yeah, it's where me and Joe decide whether you, you, you uh, pass or play. On games that are on sales, coming out new this week, or you know what, sometimes when we just feel like games that need to be mentioned. Uh, I also want to thank the people that helped us with our show, Isaac Sago for our logo, and the band Take Away the Ugly. So thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of GameStuff. Take care, everyone. May the force be with you. Don't forget to continue supporting that game stuff. Uh, If you haven't watched Hamilton, go watch Hamilton.